0: Welcome to the Social Feed Podcast. I'm your host Missy, thank you for listening. In this episode, we dive deep into all things Facebook Blueprint Course. If if you're not familiar with the Facebook Blueprint Course, um, there's actually a certification test you can take. And we have Anna and Katie with us that dive into the test questions, best ways to study for it, and things just to do to get prepared if you're ever gonna place ads on Facebook. So let's get into this week's episode number 82, Facebook Blueprint Certification and Courses. So today I have with me Anna Johnson. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And Katie Mullenbach. Hi. And as always, Pat Lager. Hey. Woo. And today we're going to be talking about the Facebook Blueprint courses and certification. If you are like, what the heck is that? It is a super... Um, intense, I'll hard, say, hard <laughs> yeah. um, certification process that Facebook actually puts on. They have over 90 e-learning courses that help, can help you improve your skills with literally anything related to Facebook and Instagram because Facebook owns Instagram. So Katie and Anna recently took the Facebook certification test and it was, again, pretty intense. So, I was sweating. <laughs> so I want to talk about the things you guys learned while you were studying for the test, and then also some of the like test questions that you thought were really intriguing that people can listen to, that people want to hear about on here. So the first thing let's get into is how was the test
1: overall? Hard. <laughs> Katie okay, got an ulcer. Facebook doesn't <laughs> stomach ulcer.
2: Facebook from doesn't it. mess around.
3: <laughs> I yeah. I mean. Overall, just the procedure of the test is kind of stressful, just making sure that if you're not doing it at a test center, you have everything right as rain with them because you need to have um, a speed on your computer with, with Wi-Fi fast enough to run their weird plug-in, <laughs> um, and then someone needs to be able to watch you over webcam the Entire time and what? your mic has to work, <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow. it's super
3: nice. weird. Um, so yeah, it was kind of stressful too. And I did it in a meeting room, um, in our building downstairs. And people were kind of walking by, and I was really scared because you just hear random, like, and like people talking. And I was really scared they were gonna just
0: like, stop you my down. test,
3: yeah. So, because I guess they're notorious for that.
0: I don't know. If you've ever gone through like the Google Analytics certification process, for those of you listening, and all of us in this room have, it's it's a lot more chill. We're essentially, oh, you know, yeah. you pull up the test on your computer and you can just go through it and take it. It's super like, um, it's definitely not as strict. But with this Facebook exam, I think because Google Analytics is so chill, the getting a certification with them isn't as... A, as um extreme you know so facebook was like oh no we want to make sure this is a legitimate like certification like act
1: yeah they, I think, they it's all but, I think it's worse i think it's okay than but what i liked about google analytics is that they actually like it was more hands-on yeah. you can go through and practice i don't know figuring that all out where the facebook blueprint courses it was just i don't know paragraphs that you read yeah. and then they were like Learn more about how it helped this business. It wasn't hands on. It wasn't like, now place this ad as if you're, you know, because in the exam, it literally talks about like real world situations. If you're an agency and you're working with a shoe store that has this X amount to spend and has this goal, how would you place that? But it's like, it's like the best answer out of these three, basically.
3: And well, In terms of, like, comparing Google to Facebook, I think that the study materials for Google are very much in line with the questions of their test. But Facebook study materials, like you said, it's just like read a paragraph and then you can answer a few questions at the end doing the knowledge check. Um, But that doesn't prepare you at all for, like you said, those kinds of, like, environmental questions. Those are
1: really basic
3: Mm-hmm. questions the knowledge check yeah. and then you got to the
1: exam and it was like a paragraph long question and then they were like find the best answer out of these three and well, then there was more
3: in the- or click three <laughs> it was super unfair I thought because it was like you had six choices and you're choosing three so you have so many options so it's a lot harder to narrow down and do that process of elimination um to figure out you know and feel confident with your answer.
1: Yeah. So, oh, totally. There's just
3: so many choices and some of them all could have been right.
0: When you guys were studying for the course, did you find anything that... Because, I mean, again, when we were all going through it, it was really... There's so much studying material. It was yeah. a lot.
1: I thought it was way more like on mobile apps than anything. But the exam really didn't cover that much on the apps. You mean like yeah. app, the app downloads? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it talked about like um the SDK and then like how to drive actions for the mobile apps. Like I felt like that was super heavy while we were studying, yep. but then you got to the exam and there was nothing on that. Mm-mm. So I think I was like freaking myself out trying to do like all these apps and I've never worked with that someone and just who knowing the that.
3: terminology too. Like I thought we would be asked more questions about like what is this term and what is this term, but you weren't like I wasn't asked really any of those kinds of basic Mm-mm. questions. It was a lot more of choosing different objectives and, you know, would you use reach? Would you use traffic? And some of them I thought were like, I got a lot of questions where I thought answers were like conversions, like several of them. I'm like, this is obviously conversions. But that kept tripping me up too, Mm because, you know, when you get several questions on a test and you're like, wait, is it this one too? (laughs) They should mix this up a little bit more. (laughs) I was really confused. So that made it really fun.
1: What is nice, though, is that at the end, it's only 50 questions. So it doesn't, it's not like it feels like they just threw a bunch of questions at you. And at the end, you can review your answers, which is super nice because Google Mm -hmm. Analytics is just like next, next, next. So you can kind of go through because, as any test that you've ever taken, some questions correlate to each other. So that's something kind of to know about with the blueprint exam
0: yeah when you guys were studying was there anything that you found like really interesting that you learned while you
1: were getting ready for the course uh, oh god i think katie was just trying to memorize <laughs> no, I think like a, a lot of the it was nice to kind of
3: know more about um the more numerical answers so like One was the minimum audience size for region frequency campaigns is 200,000. Like, I wouldn't have known that. So learning that there and then, you know, how many carousel um, images can you have on a carousel? Well, 10. So that's nice to know when I'm creating content and thinking about those things um, with my uh, position here that it it does help. I thought I got a lot out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I say it was more kind of. The ad set part that I really liked mm-hmm. because when you are placing ads, there's so many different options. So it is kind of nice when we're studying to really, it was just m- more knowledge for us to turn back to our clients, too, who yeah, have right. questions. So besides even taking this exam, it was actually nice to kind of understand all of that. Yeah. So
3: it's,
2: was oh, was the test on just ads? Because I know as you guys were studying, you guys had a bunch of ideas for groups and Mm -hmm. this and that. It was only ads. Everything. So the test was just on ads. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: At least mine was. I don't know if everyone's different, though. Like I I don't know if they have a bunch of questions and they mix them up for each exam. Yeah,
3: I think that's kind of how it is. But they're so strict. So, like, no one would even know even because you can't. Like, if you screenshot, they're going to kick you off. If you take a picture, like, your phone has to sit across from you in the room.
1: Yeah, and you have to show them that your phone is literally physically across the room from you. Yeah.
3: So I guess there's really no way of knowing, but I would assume that every test is different. So.
0: Yeah, because when I was studying for it and I attempted to take the test and I, I had a glitch happen. Mm-hmm. And so they basically said, we'll give you a refund and you can reschedule your test. So I unfortunately haven't been able to take it yet. <laughs> But while I was studying for it, um, they had some really yeah, interesting interesting stuff about Facebook groups in there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like we should do a Facebook group for the social feed podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to Pat about it and it's like, yeah, so we put that together. And there's just a lot of like good reminders. Yeah, I was going through it. And then also there was a really cool thing with um I don't even know what you could do. I don't know if there's something more new with Facebook. But if you um, do commercials on TV, you can actually line up that campaign yep. with the same commercials with Facebook. And so they use... Um, TRP which is targeting rating points from Nielsen data and then you plug in basically your schedule with TV and you can align that up with your Facebook ads which I thought like
1: oh my gosh this is great that is really really cool so just
0: all of that information was just good reminders or new content so if you're someone who is you know looking at doing more Facebook advertising and getting really into like the nitty-gritty of
1: everything there's some really amazing capabilities with that yeah for sure. I think it was really... So it was really interesting when I was studying like an hour before my exam started. I wish there was like a practice exam I could yeah. take. And so I Googled it and that Diego Rios, his whole... How do you pronounce that? Mar- Markeco. is <laughs> <laughs> He has a blog and it's literally Facebook certification exam answers and questions with explanations. And this was last june so they're not they they won't be the exact questions that are on there because they've changed already um but i kind of got nervous because these are like the questions that are on there like what two types of ads should you use for this client and then it like kind of has a scenario yep and i was like those are not (laughs) what i just studied and it's
3: not at all like what they give you for a blueprint study course so going on his blog is super super helpful
1: and i wish i knew that ahead of time i joined his facebook
0: group before i took the test and he he posts like test questions in there that you can like get like recommendations and answers and stuff too to get a feel and i was like Whoo, this is a
1: whole other level Yeah. yeah yeah i read
0: through like probably five of, sometimes there's
3: five posts I saw throughout the page where he like had 20 example questions and then he'd post the answers in the comments. So I try to kind of study those, but also he has a lot of really good videos on YouTube. And for me, I think my biggest struggle studying, um, why I had to study so much and so often was because their videos on Facebook, they're kind of focused more around like, I guess facebook and it just looks like very vectorized it doesn't help me as much but his videos he he writes everything out and then he like draws and that i don't know i'm a visual learner so that somehow helped me more to kind of put the whole picture together but facebook's videos are kind of i don't know really vague
0: and if you are i'll say too like you can go through all of the courses through the Facebook um, eCourses section, and you don't—if you you don't have to take the test to get all of this free information. So that's another thing that's kind of cool with this is, you know, Facebook lets you get all of this information for free and learn about it. And then if you want to get the certification, you can go through and take that as well. Um, but there's a lot of great content in here.
2: With, yeah, there is. With the certification, is there? I mean, I just, I just think that Facebook changes everything every day, every week, mm-hmm. whatever. Is there like a recertification that ever has to happen yep. or like you have to update it every year or something like that?
3: Yep. Yep. You
2: do. Oh boy. You, you have to do to, that test all over again?
3: Um, yeah. I think you do core competencies once and then after that you'll take planning or buying again. Um, but I'm actually not 100% on that. I think there might be a separate like test that's designed for just renewal, but all of it's changing anyways. So
0: it's kind of just a thing in the past now.
2: (laughs) Of course, it's all changing. It's Facebook.
0: Yeah. Um, Anna, you had talked a little bit about the mobile um, ads. Can you talk a little bit more about that? You mentioned a term SDK.
1: Yeah, yeah i was so confused i thought it was like one of those the memory sticks that we would put into um, oh my gosh yes digital cameras like when we were in like sixth An grade take selfies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. um, but basically it was just really interesting because the sdk is the facebook pixel for apps yep basically so that what does
2: sdk stand for
1: Good question, Pat. Maybe I should Google that for you. <laughs> um, but I thought that was super intriguing because now that apps are becoming so prominent now for businesses, like if I, I love, like if I can schedule things using just an app and not having to go on to like the webs the...
2: The internet? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Um, <laughs> Then, like, it just makes my life so much easier. And then, now that you can store all that information, I feel like that's so helpful.
0: SDK st- stands for Software Development Kit. Ooh. Well, that's not
1: something in my realm. It's not in my knowledge check notes.
3: So, yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't even care if I knew that, I don't think.
1: So, that's just, that. So, you
2: said it's the, it's basically the pixel for an app. So, that's yeah. something that you would attach to whatever app your company's developed, yeah. and then you'd be able to track all of that activity Users, through Facebook. yeah,
1: demographics, mm-hmm. whatever pixels can do that can do. Cool. <laughs> one
0: thing that came up a lot too when I was studying was the, um, the look like audiences and the ranges from the 1 to 10. Um, we, you guys talk a little bit more about like what that what that
1: was in the different ranges too. Oh, yeah. You explained that to me when we were studying together. You explained that really well.
3: Yeah, um, isn't it like... It's 1 through 10, so the lower the number, so like 1 through 5, is the closer it's going to be to your audience that you're choosing. So it's going to look like that audience more, but if you go more towards 5 to 10, it's going to kind
0: of lose those similarities um, and be a little bit more broad. So so if you have like an email database or if you have the Facebook pixel on your website, you, c- you collect all the data about who's visiting your website or obviously from your emails. And so what this lookalike does is it's that sliding scale, like you mentioned, Katie, where you can get people who are like really similar to that audience on your, on let's say your website traffic, or you can go a little bit broader and broader Mm -hmm. and broader with that sliding scale. So that was kind of a a thing I thought was intriguing. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it kind of gets to the thing. And I don't think they really talked about this in the course, but like, why would you ever want to go past five? Right. Is that just, I feel like that'd be too broad, but I mean, I'm sure some brands do.
1: Do Maybe that? that could be though for like brand awareness when you're just trying to get it, your brand out to as many people right. as possible, Close, and it's
2: close-ish to your audience. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Then you could probably somehow create a new audience out of that, like people who actually, you know engaged or, right you know i don't know i think that if they like your page useful. or whatever
1: mm-hmm. um what i did find super interesting is our friend diego he has a <laughs> a <laughs> Bestie. Um, blog post that talks about um different ways to kind of get prepared for the exam and he says to just spend one dollar placing different ads in ads manager so you're really like Having So if he gives you like these practice questions and gives you a business scenario, go into ads manager yourself, spend a dollar, and then strategically place that out. If you're a visual learner like me.
3: Yeah. Interesting. I did that too with my own, um, one of my own pages that I manage myself, my DJ page. (laughs) I made a video of (laughs) you. I did like a video, a little video, and I put like 20 bucks behind it because it was for an event that was upcoming. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was really cool to actually like see all of that. And I hadn't done like a video ad before I've done other ones, but not that. Oh, totally. Like I know there
1: were some that I would have never known if I didn't place any on the Butterfly Path page about getting website conversions. Mm -hmm. Like Facebook will only... bill you if someone actually makes a purchase on your website and I would have never because we don't have a lot of clients that do e-commerce and I would have never known that like that was a question in the blueprint about that and I was like well
3: yeah that's some good advice, Diego. Diego. Good <laughs> job, uh,
1: Mr. Rios.
0: Mr. Rios. <laughs> <laughs> and then as far as um, there was a section when you're when we were um, studying about, like, creative, and, like, you had mentioned, like, how many images for a carousel ad. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you guys remember or thought was good to touch on regarding that?
3: I feel like their motto throughout the whole Facebook blueprint courses is that you need to have the most engaging visually appealing creative possible for your ads right so which is
1: nice though in carousel ads as it is at the end of the ad it shows you the most viewed or like clicked on image that was the most successful so i just think carousel ads are just beneficial to test out different Mm -hmm. creative yeah but
2: was there anything on um because doesn't doesn't facebook have like some simple design tools where you can make your own carousel ads or whatever in Facebook itself. Yeah, like slideshows and stuff you w-
1: can do. Was there stuff mm-hmm. on
2: that in the test, or was it just on like no. placing the ads and stuff? Yeah. So it didn't more really show placing. you more tools on Facebook. Right. Okay. Yep.
1: Right. Yeah, it was way more like intricate on that, like placing and kind of diving deeper into the strategy behind it.
3: Yeah, they kind of expect you to already really know those tools. Yeah, duh, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We are seasoned in this category.
2: What about um, so? I'm I'm just thinking like as I went to school like 800 years ago. Yeah, he social, has a beard now. Social media. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, if you see the picture of me on the on the social feed post here, I, I look nothing like that anymore. <laughs> but I mean, social media was just getting started, and even as you guys were in school, you took classes on social media as part of marketing and stuff. But there was no like Facebook test I'm assuming to take, do you think this could become a part of college courses or something that's required to graduate or get a job at agencies or something like that?
1: Yeah, when Katie and I just talked about when we were in the midst of studying for this, when we talked to the U of M about this, we kind of like Generally, put it out. They're like, oh, who is Google Analytics certified? Who's Blueprint certified? And we're like, get certified <laughs> yeah. because it just helps you in the end.
3: Well, I know that one class there, it was towards the end of my degree. So it might have been my last semester. Uh, one of my friends was telling me about how in their class they actually had to get Blueprint certified. That was a big part of their class. So I think it's already being implemented. Sure. Um, but just one thing that like sparked my uh, mind that you said earlier, just like growing up in all this, I think I mean, that almost kind of made it harder to learn all of this for me because it's been so second nature.
1: So having- well, to, we helped Facebook grow, basically. Right. Our generation built this company. Yeah, You're so, welcome, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> Mark, um,
3: where's my check? Yeah,
1: I'll take a cut.
3: Yeah, but yeah, I would say that having to learn all the like, terminology, all the like, really deep, intricate things- it was cool, but it was kind of hard because I'm like, well, I already, I get it. You know what I mean? But now I have to learn
0: it. It's very, I don't
3: know. Yeah, way to like it's learn the
1: inside scoop. Mm-hmm. Of I think everything. it's kind of
0: fascinating because when you, like, because I've been in, oh, I'm mold like Pat. I've been in social media. <laughs> she does not
1: have a beard. <laughs> no. no. No beard. <laughs>
0: not yet. Um, I've been in social media. <laughs> I <laughs> 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 too, too weird too weird um i've been in social media for probably over eight years now and when i first started like facebook advertising wasn't even a thing it was like you mm-hmm. post on facebook and you, you it reached everyone who liked your page and we would do these like little like giveaways and to grow your audience like it was just a whole different world and i think almost people thought social media was like you work in social media yeah. funny like you post on Facebook but now it's like there are so many facets of it with its even just this like trp buying and the sdk yeah. and mobile and video optimization that it's it's an entire you know thing on its own yeah. well it
1: is funny cuz I was at the dentist office and I told my dentist that I'm in social media now and he's like oh so you get paid to be on your phone <laughs> And he's like, most jobs don't even allow that. And I was like, I'm not just on my phone. I'm literally <laughs> like diving deep into like inside Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of this and learning how to basically benefit businesses, you know, like mm-hmm. well, what's <sighs> people. Cool <too> is,
2: like, <laughs> I'm the only one of us that has our, their phone out right now, actually. I
1: do. I'm sorry, Pat. Wow. We're in a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's polite to put your phone away.
0: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's true. Like with all these platforms, it's like, yes, when you sign up for Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or anything, they're all free, but that's because there's all this advertising that you are really signed up for on the back end. And so we're just talking about Facebook and Instagram today with the blueprint course, but like Pinterest has its whole own dashboard and analytics and advertising system. And so does Twitter and Twitch and YouTube and
3: it's,
1: it's a whole other world out there. Yeah. Twitter flight school is kind of beneficial. I never took that. What did that all entail? I did that and it was, oh, you guys, wow. (laughs) I didn't
2: even know Twitter had a school and I think it's awesome that they call it flight school. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sit down, Pat. Um, It's really, really (laughs) basic. Really basic. um, Because we don't really even do ads through Twitter because it's not.
0: Twitter's not what it used to be.
1: No. no, You really have to push to get engagement on Twitter. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I think it's beneficial to do, just for your knowledge, but yeah. I think it's good, too,
0: for, like, with Twitter, like, sports teams, because... Oh, yeah, big time. Sport it's it's real time. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, customer service. Yep. Yeah. Because when I was having issues with... Yeah, look this, at Missy's
2: Twitter. Yeah. She was oh talking to Facebook. I was getting, I was getting <laughs>
1: upset.
0: Um, So I was trying to take this course. They use Pearson Vue, um, as the company that puts together all the Facebook... Uh, Whatever this test, the plugin, yeah, the yeah. plugin, and so I was having issues with that, and customer support was not super helpful. And neither was their phone service that I called multiple times. So I was like, "Well, what can I do? I have to take my test soon. Let's tweet at them." <laughs> they did not respond. Pierce of you can use some Sad. community management.
1: You can find her at Miss <laughs> Underscore Shred Beauty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, And so I was just kind of like, hey, like, help me. Like, I have this test coming up. But I think that's what a lot of people do when they aren't getting answers to questions they need. They go to Twitter.
1: Yes. So Yeah, I would now undo community management for them.
0: (laughs) Not not as much fun. (laughs) Is there any advice you guys would give to someone who is planning on taking the Facebook certification
1: coming up? I think going on Diego's blog for sure, but really diving deep on your own time into ads manager. Yep. And really figuring out, like, not just brand awareness and reach, but go through traffic and then the conversions. I mean, that's really... It's kind of more just on the ad sets. It's not talking about, like, the campaign itself. It's just, like, the ad sets and how to figure everything out that way.
3: Right. Yeah, and do that. But also, even... They have that $80 practice test. Oh, yeah. But I, would
1: invest in, like...
3: I think it's a good investment, but also it's up to you like maybe spend 80 bucks on Facebook doing like what you said it it kind of just depends on where you're at with Facebook. Facebook's gonna
1: take your money anyway yeah spend it wisely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
0: Um, And then do you think that if someone you had kind of mentioned you know having that practiced on there do you think they should have at least you know three months of placing ads six months of placing ads a year of placing ads before six months of placing ads at least yeah
1: because then you're really diving deep with your client and their business goals And then taking your own time, you know, to strategize that. Yeah,
0: you need that experience. Definitely. So we'll make sure we link to all of these Diego's notes (laughs) (laughs) on the the podcast.
2: Would would this be beneficial for somebody who's not an agency? Obviously, with us, we're working with multiple clients placing a lot more ads than, say, somebody who's just managing one business, like the marketing director at a business or something like that. Would this be beneficial for someone like a social media person at a single business to take, or is it two in the weeds? Do you weeds? mean like a
1: small business? Yeah, I'd more of
2: like a small business. I don't
1: think for small businesses, but I think if, it, if they're big enough, like if they go like nationally or state, you know, like if they're not just within a city and they're selling things or doing business that way, I think it'd be beneficial if they were more outreached.
3: Yeah, I think, honestly, that the fact that they have these materials to go and research. Um, I think that a small business would definitely benefit from going and finding maybe the courses that are best for them, that they know that they're using or want to, but maybe not the entire course because there's gonna be a lot of stuff in there that you're not gonna touch. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that's gonna just kind of maybe confuse you more. Um, So maybe just focusing on your goals and uh, finding the courses in the blueprint exam Uh, course study to
0: fit those yeah I think that's a great point like the courses are anyone who is in marketing should at least check out some of those courses because they are so helpful but take the actual certification unless you're spending like more than a thousand dollars a month on ads I probably wouldn't get certified just for the amount of money that it costs to get certified (laughs) yeah um I'd probably say I'd probably agree with that too so all the links we talked about in today's podcast, we will have in the show notes at socialfeedpodcast.com slash EP82. Make sure to subscribe to the Social Feed podcast with Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player to get a brand new episode delivered to you right every Wednesday. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Anna. And as always, Thank Pat. You. Thank you. Yeah. And we will see you guys next week.
2: The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell.